The Sports Junkies podcast is presented by PenFed Credit Union. PenFed's got great rates for those in uniform and those who are not. Apply today at PenFed.org. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome back, Junkies on 106.7 The Fan. We are live on NBC Sports Washington, brought to you by our friends at Crop Metcalf. They are the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies, looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. You know, the last couple days we've mentioned uh, NBA Top Shot, and Mm -hmm. I have a buddy. He's He's a listener of the show. He's not a huge sports fan, but he's gotten into kind of all these make money schemes from, you know, crypto to NBA top shot. And he made like 500 bucks on a top shot in two days. Mm -hmm. So he knows that we're talking about it. And so he sent me one. He said, I got to create my account, but I will be the proud owner today (laughs) of Alonzo ball jump shot. (laughs) How much? Does he actually make it? That would Uh, be a real valuable top shot. It looks like it's a three ball. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's the most nondescript play I've ever seen. We've talked about this phenomenon, but we'll see if I make some money. So I'll have a, a Alonzo ball jumper. How much, did you, how much did you pay for it? I haven't paid. He said, I don't quite understand it. He, look, look, you're doing your commercial break film study. He sent right. this to me during the commercial break and he just said, congrats, got you a present. You're a proud owner of this. And then I looked at it and it's Alonzo ball hitting a jumper. And then, uh, Is he just going to give it to you. It says $39 of $40, so maybe he got it in a pack. I don't know. Okay. So, right, so how, how much does is it, get, it worth? How he does said, it give create it a Top you? Shot account, and I'll send it to you. Oh, okay. Right. So I guess I'm not the official owner yet, but he's going to ship that to me. That's you his will gift. be. You will be soon. You're ship it. Well, you're going to get addicted to this. Watch. <laughs> no, nah, I don't it'll think It'll be so. Lonzo. It'll be LaMelo. <laughs> yeah, but you love the ball family. You love them so much. <laughs> Didn't you say that he flipped that one for like 500 bucks? Yeah. The next day? A nubby Macau Bridges. Or Michael Bridges. I don't even know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I think it's McHale. <laughs> I don't even know. I said McHale the first time, and I, I think you guys scoffed at me, and then I heard Jason call him Michael. I, I don't <laughs> no, know. No, I didn't call him Michael. I called him Michael. Oh, Cakes called him Michael. Sorry. Definitely not Michael. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, I'm fascinated by it. I'm almost interested in buying a few packs, but apparently you can't get the packs. That's the problem, right? Right. You get in line now. You can get a pack in like 2028. 20, I'm telling you, you know, I, I think I signed up for it. I signed up. I'm on the waiting list for the UFC version whenever that comes out. You're on the waiting list. Yes. It, could it come out imminently? Like, could it be I'm like today sure. or tomorrow? I mean, it's not I'm like not they sure. have to go to the manufacturer and print them out. And, and <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know how it works, but I'd be butt-sized if I get a Chuck Liddell knockout. <laughs> Right, but you need Old a early, man. <laughs> but you need a low serial number, right? right. Isn't that also the case? So right. confusing. It's maybe very I get confusing. A, cakes. Maybe I get a Adesanya uh, rear naked choke. Yeah, Blahovich. Get that guy. I'll also say this, um, just real quick in passing. You know, like uh, we've been talking about like uh, penny stocks, and I know that Lurch is like making a killing on one, and, well, and Drabby's actually a killing. Well, Drabby's making a killing. He was on down twenty five percent yesterday. I tried to uh, buy a few penny stocks. I mean, literally penny stocks. <laughs> and all I do is lose. It's uh, all red. It's, nothing oh but red. It's just Looks like JP's background. I'm literally doing it to humor myself, but it's 
I mean, I'm terrible at it. They're, it's just a scam. You, it, to buy and hold a penny stock may be the single dumbest thing to do in the country. The, I'm the just only waiting for mine. is to I'm just, like, day trade them. I'm, I'm waiting for mine to go back up and gain back the 25% it lost. If it does, and I And then hope dump it, it. And then I'll sell it, yeah. You should dump it now because you're already way up. Because I watch these things. They will plummet no, with the it's quickness. Gotta, it's got to <laughs> bounce back from where it is now. Keep buying penny stocks. I like no. blue chippers. I like no, the blue I know, chippers. But I've just got for blue fun. chippers too. Yeah, just, just for, fun. for fun, like to out of boredom. It's like instead of using it on, you know, your betting on a Wizards, right. just buy, buy, you know, buy ten thousand shares or something for a penny, and just, you know, it's. I've, I'm convinced you you have to be the luckiest guy in the world, or you just have to be a scammer. That's the well, only you way you can. Just have to pay attention to it and keep track. You're right. I mean. If you gain twenty percent in a day and you dump it, uh, and you make that twenty percent or twenty five percent. Maybe do the that next, over and over. Maybe the next day it goes back down. And you can buy it again. So, Cakes, so. you say you're all about blue chippers, <clears throat> and when it comes to quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence is a blue chip. Nice <laughs> pivot. Kellen Mond, maybe not. He's like more of a penny stock. Kellen yeah. Mond, though, might be somebody that the Washington Football Team may be able to snatch in the later rounds. Eb's done his commercial break film study of Kellen yeah. Mond. Texas A&M Aggies quarterback. We hear some of that NFL music, right? Some of that I feel like NFL. this needs a sponsor. This segment needs a sponsor. That's what it needs. And I feel like I don't feel as confident with this because I just this commercial break seemed to go really fast. <laughs> to be honest with you, I mean this is a real minimal look. Uh, but he's 6'2", 217 out of Texas A&M. Played forty six games there. Looks like he basically started the last three years. Um, His uncle's a limo driver. Works in um, New York. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ronnie. Um, he uh, he works out of shotgun a lot. His footwork looks like it's okay. He's got a you know, really decent arm. Um, one thing that I did like a little bit is he showed that he can scan the field a little bit and make some throws to maybe some secondary receivers, which you don't see a lot of. He's not just hitting that back foot and then just firing it to the first guy right away every single time he does a lot of that but not every single time so i i like that um the game i watched was when he was uh, against clemson in 2019 and obviously that was a tough game he's hurried a oh, lot made yeah. some questionable I remember throws that game. he was not very good in that game yeah um was no, also he playing has, against a bunch of pros a he has good arm strength i mean he he could drill the quick slant that's not a problem he can make the uh you know the uh, the outside throws too his footwork looks a little shaky to me. I don't think he's – I couldn't tell because this was an uh, every throw video that I watched. But he doesn't appear to be a huge run threat. Um, he's a decent know, runner, sh- but he's not – I'm yeah, sure he not- can run, but he doesn't – it's not like a huge part of his game. It didn't appear to be to me. Um, he's not afraid to throw downfield. He'll stand there and take a hit, which you like. I don't know if he's the most accurate guy. I haven't, and believe me, I'm not looking at the stats, so I, can, I don't know what his – percentages are uh first career yeah. he's less than 60 percent yeah 59 percent so in college that's fairly low but he started off really bad 51 he got he got, he got slowly but surely got a little bit better now. yeah he's got 71 touchdowns to 27 interceptions uh i don't i mean he's a he's a backup Maybe in the right system. He hasn't graded him yet. Don't yeah, try maybe in the right system <laughs> oh, with sorry. the right coordinator and that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, I love the fact that he's played 46 games in college. Uh-huh. I mean, I just love that. I think that's so valuable. 
So he's seen a lot. Do you take he's into had consideration success. his coaching? Say again? Do you take into consideration his coaching? Like the pedigree? Well. You mean with Jimbo there? He's got Jimbo. Do you don't know who his offense coordinator is? Ooh, the OC at Texas A&M. Give me a hint. A uh, double D. Double D. I don't think he's a big name. It's just a funny name. Go uh, ahead. Daryl Dickey. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that person. Am I supposed to know Daryl? I remember <laughs> oh. Lynn Dickey. Wasn't he a quarterback back yeah. in the day? Yeah, or? for the Packers. For the Packers? Was, his, was that his name? Lynn Dickey? Yeah, yes, Lynn correct. Dickey. Maybe Daryl Dickey is his boy. I have no idea. Do, do you know anything about Daryl Dickey, or you just like his name? Dude? No, I just think it's a funny name. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway, I need a review, though, Valdez, of my grades. Because <laughs> I need context here, and then I will give you a grade for, uh, for mine. This, I feel like this is my worst commercial break, you know, breakdown. Because this is just, your worst scout right here? Well, commercial also, break, the tape that I saw, it took a lot for each snap. I wish it was quicker. So I didn't get to see as many snaps as I wanted. So the worst grade you have when your EB Trey breakdown Lance. is Trey Lance with a 22.6. <laughs> right, then I you have that. Jordan Love after yep. Trey Lance with a 62.3. Then go. just ahead of Jordan Love is Kyle Trask with a 73.1. Right. Mac Jones has a 79.6. Right. Justin Fields, 84.6. Trevor Lawrence, number one, with a 93.7. And Zach Wilson, still ungraded by you. Yeah, I will do a Zach Wilson. I'll do a Zach Wilson. All right, so here's my grade for Amand. 60.8. 60.8. That's not very good. What, what, all right, no, that's but, not horrible. Before you, not got horrible. Him three, you got him three times better than Trey Lance, who's probably going to be a top eight pick. <laughs> well, that's just because people like his athleticism. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, Trey Lance could throw a great spiral on the beach, but I don't think he could hit the ocean. So, you know, maybe but Trey Lance. It will sounded be great. like it sounded like you're very high on Mond. I don't. Oh, it I, sounds like Lourdes well, is what over. I, I like some sorry. things he does. Yeah, but I, he he's not you know he's he's got average size right so he's not he's well, not yeah, a, let's he, let's he could, let's go through the cons because I con, it, right, it sounded like you were very pro when you were talking about him I know well I, I'll be honest I I didn't see as many plays in that commercial break as I wanted because the clips weren't edited great oh, okay. okay it's like that they were long the switch. and then they were they were showing replays of them I didn't want to see a replay I just wanted to see each one one time um, and so I didn't get as many clips as I wanted. Um, the cons to me at times is I thought his footwork was a little dicey. I thought he has what do you average what do you mean by strength. what do you mean by that? The footwork was dicey. Well, like, like under pressure, he you know didn't stand didn't every time stand into the pressure and rip the throw. It'd right. be like you know just the footwork's not right. Um, you know, throwing shaky balls with not a good foundation, and I think it's hard to be accurate that way. Um, I, uh, I think what that's else one of the knocks like? on him is in the pocket. He's a little bit dicey. Is that what they say? See, I don't even know. That, yeah. um, the other but thing he, is, you also had him playing against Clemson, who was. It was a tough game. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure in that game. Um, also, don't I think he looks like he's the kind of size where you could have some trouble staying healthy, right? 6'2, 217. He doesn't look like that physically oh. imposing by any stretch. I would argue that anyone. Could get hurt in the NFL playing quarterback. Very Absolutely. true. <laughs> Very true. And I wouldn't draft someone just because they're big. I'm just telling you, he just doesn't look, you know, physically like, you know, whatever. Looks yeah, very but six two two twenty isn't isn't small. I mean, he's kind of yeah. in, in the middle there. It looks very average to me. That's he's all. Played a lot of games though. He's and played he's a lot of games which I love. College. A lot of games yeah. which I love with some success. 
So I, I love that too. He's he he throws what Cakes would call Yolo balls. He he will throw it downfield <laughs> right. into triple he's, coverage. He's a gam. He can be a gambler. Yeah, he's not afraid to do that. Even he'll though, rip it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I never looked at his stats until just before the he, segment. He didn't throw a ton of interceptions. I mean, six nine nine three. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's those pretty good ratio. Uh, but he he does throw balls up for grabs. I do like the fact that he will look one way and throw the other, which you don't see that often in college. You really don't. He's also don't. improved every year. If you look at his completion percentage, EV, freshman year, 51%, bumped it to 57%, then 61%, then 63%. So he's been getting better. Yeah. To I, me, I'm just, he's, I'm just I'm, I'm very confused by this rating. I understand. Be, to me, he's you're, three you're, times. He's easily three times better than Trey Lance. It has a, it has a lot <laughs> a, a lot of pros that you're talking about, and then I, the but, only real con you have are his, his footwork, and you said uh, a weak a weak throwing arm. Well, his arm well, is average, I'd say. Well, I mean, Heine- Heineke's average. got a crappy arm, and it's, it's you want him to be the combination bias because he knows it's Kellen Mond. That's that might, I, think might be Jay- I think Jason kind of got in your head a little bit when when he gave that line. He's a oh, backup. He's a- yeah. I think no, that, it did I not. think that guy. I had in your my. Head. I already had my number in my head. To be honest with you, I knew I was. I already had my number. And when you gave me the guys, it just confirmed my number. But it also Listen. depends on what game he watches. He so watched he, the he, Senior Bowl where he was the MVP. No, I didn't. I actually no, watched, watched the Clemson, Clemson game, game because it took you he too watched. long to send me the clips. So yeah. I, I got my own clips. And I remember um, watching the game because I had Clemson in the game, and I believe it was a tight game. I believe it was a 28-26 game, and Texas A&M covered. They had like a backdoor cover. And he wasn't very good in the game, but if you watched him against LSU that same year, he had seven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So well, it kind of depends on the game you're, you're going to watch. I don't dislike him. I like him. I don't love him. I love him way more than Trey Just Lance. The, the score is very I think he, low. The score to me indicates – like a third or fourth round pick. That's what I think that is. A well, sixty what's grade for me. Well, just saying, you have like Kyle Trask. You have Kyle Trask thirteen points ahead of him. Kyle, Kyle Trask, I think, is a better thrower. He's more accurate. This guy would probably be a little bit, you know, in theory, a little bit more mobile and that sort of thing. But what I saw, right. I didn't even see the runs. I only saw the throws. Um, he, I don't know. I like the fact that he scans the field. I'm just giving you my honest opinion. Um, this, I, this I got like, so serious I don't get it. all of a sudden. What? This got so, well, everyone's so just, serious. Everyone's just, just attacking you. You don't like him. Big deal. Tell him you're, this is no, your no, ass. You're like asking him. him to do it during the break, and then you criticize his take. No, Valdez is. That, you see, your breakdown, I, stick with it. I don't I, I don't have any problem with what you're I doing. I do like it. I do like him. Your guns. <laughs> yeah, I like him three times. Yeah, tell me to F off. No, I'm not telling you to F off. You just say whatever you want. I would draft him over Trey Lance every single time. I know they're not going to. But he he's played, uh, you know, against better competition. He's got is he 46. worthy of a second-round pick for the Washington football team? I actually oh, saw one third. story which said that he's a riser and could sneak into the first round. Would, no it doesn't chance. sound like you'd want him to draft him in the first round. Would you draft him with your second-round pick? Maybe. The young guy Who else develop? is there? Who else is there? I think, I, think, I think Trask might be a better thrower. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't know. I would Second or third? Second or third, maybe. I love the fact he's played a lot of football. He's had a lot of success. Um, I like that he scans the field a little bit. I like that he's not afraid to take chances and, and throw it downfield. I wish he would be a little more discriminatory with it. It seemed like he was chucking it into triple coverage a few times. Um, and I wish his foundation sometimes was a little better on his throws. 
Because I think when your footwork is off and you're rushed, that's when you get picked. Um, but there's a there's a lot to like there too. So I I, I think he's like a. I think he's like a third round grade for me. That's what I would give him. Yeah, Our guy Walter a, has third or fourth round grade. A fourth rounder. There's no way Project, that huh? Mon goes in the first round. I'm, I'm having. I have no him chance. as a third or fourth round grade, and I don't even know what they're rating him. I'm just telling you what I saw, and it, I didn't like the breakdown because there was too many replays of the same plays. I was very annoyed by it. All right, Eric. I want to put <laughs> someone on your radar. We can do him in a couple right. weeks. Um, He's he goes against everything you believe in, but I'm actually and I know you don't even know who he is. Uh, his name's mm-hmm. Davis Mills. He's the quarterback at Stanford. All right? right, he played one year coming out of high school. Yeah. He was the number one one ranked quarterback. Had a two. Well, why a, did it take him five years he to was, play? Well, he's a redshirt junior. He was behind KJ Cost, uh, Costello, who transferred. Right. He was a good quarterback, um, but he's like your he, prototypical like six four two twenty five. And there's one a lot of chatter day. about him now being. QB five. That's that's the new thing. Is like wow. QB five after the top. What board. do you mean by QB five? I don't quite understand. Well, you got Fields, you got Trevor, you got Zach, and you have Lance. And oh. the big thing is who's going to be that fifth quarterback. And there, and there's a lot of talk about him now because he's so intriguing because he's got all the tools. Um, so he's no like experience. a Mitch Trubisky. Played one year and has all the didn't even play tools. full yeah, year. Yeah. He's I, a flash in the pan I think guy. Has, I think he has 800 career snaps. But he's got uh-huh. a, like a rocket arm, like the strongest arm of any of these guys. Right. So All right. No, I'm sorry. I'll do him tomorrow. Well, we'll stretch it send, out a little bit. <laughs> send it to me tomorrow. But I do, I do stand by my grade. I would take Trask over him. I, maybe I would take Jordan Love over him just because he's got a year in the system of being a pro quarterback. I forgot we did Jordan Love. Yeah, we did Jordan Love. <laughs> yeah, he might league. be available. <laughs> Hey, dude, they might they might pull up a trade for him. You never know. Well, I know um, he's not playing in Green Bay anytime soon. Right. That I do know. But I know, like, I'm, I'm trust me, I'm not basing it on what I think they're going to do because, like, everyone that says Trey Lance is going to be a top tenner, and I no, think you're giving him blows. a grade. Hey, yeah. the grade is in. Like for the NFL draft, the pick is in. The grade is in. Eb is giving him a sixty. I know there yeah, was yeah. a decimal point in there, but basically, no, no, the decimal point is very important. Sixty point eight. Sixty point eight. Thank you. It's so important That's that you funny. forgot it. Yeah, well, I can't remember everything. <laughs> All right, the grade is in. Kellen Mond is sixty point eight. If you want to, hey, chime can we in, tweet out my grade so far? We need to do that. Then I'll retweet it. Drabby, can we tweet out my quarterback that. grades? Yeah, we can do that. Um, yeah. All right. Good. All right, phone number is 800-636-1067. You can chime in. Would you want the Washington Football Team to take a flyer on a guy like Kellen Mond? We're the junkies. Be right back. No matter where you work, whether it's at your kitchen table or in the office, you need to collaborate with your team. ProConnect from Consolidated Communications makes it happen. You'll never miss a call when you can answer from your desk phone, laptop, or cell phone. And you can communicate instantly using real-time messaging. Confidently connect with customers over secure video conferencing and work together to create and share documents. Get ready to connect, collaborate, and communicate brilliantly. Choose ProConnect your team collaboration tool from Consolidated Communications. An excerpt from The Daughters of Yalta by Catherine Grace Katz. It was here, in this despoiled palace in February 1945, that Kathleen Harriman, the glamorous 27-year-old daughter of the fourth richest man in America. Download now. Available everywhere audiobooks are sold.
Welcome back, Junkies on 1067 The Fan. We are live on NBC Sports Washington. Of course, all year we are celebrating 25 years on the radio. Our 25th anniversary is presented by Penn Fed Credit Union. Whether you're in uniform or not, you can apply today at PennFed.org. Um, you know, with uh, Alex Smith moving on, I guess it's still not official, but everybody knows Alex Smith's not going to be part of the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking back at how Alex Smith ended up here in Washington. And that, of course, was a trade that Bruce Allen was able to pull off when he was the team president, shipped Kendall Fuller and a third-round pick to the Chiefs in 2018, January 30th, for Alex Smith. And the reason they did that is because Kirk Cousins was not going to be part of their future. And people are now looking back on that. And lamenting, some lamenting, that Kirk Cousins maybe should have been the long-term solution here in Washington and how it went wrong. How do you think things would have been different if Kirk Cousins had remained as the quarterback on the football team? I I think think they would have have won the division this year. They would have went to the playoffs this year. You would have had a better quarterback at the helm if Kirk Cousins were here instead of Alex Smith guy who puts up better numbers do you think gruden would still be here that i don't know they weren't it's winning possible. a ton of games with kirk it wasn't like they were like every no, but, year in the playoffs uh, but I mean, their defense no, but they was were terrible. seven eight or nine if you right, gave right? him a good if you gave him the defense that smith had this year i mean i yeah. think they would have won a lot maybe well, not 11 games 12 games but they certainly would have been in that eight nine ten range here's what i'm confident enough to say mm-hmm. i don't think you would have seen mark sanchez and Josh Johnson. Of course You probably not. wouldn't have seen Taylor Heineke. No, because Kirk plays every game. Kirk is a durable guy. Meanwhile, Alex Smith, in 48 regular season games, started 16. 16. He started one-third of the games during his tenure. I mean, we understand what happened. Right, but you got to remember, too, the, the, the Kirk deal, I mean, Washington butchered that. Right. But by the end, Couldn't they weren't going to get him. He didn't want to be here. He wanted to capitalize on it. He wanted to make his dough. He saw that he and his agent were seers, and they saw how they could manipulate it into some big deals. Um, he had big years at the perfect time right. in his career. Yeah. And, and they, they ran circles gonna, they were, around the, the Washington front office. I mean, Bruce Allen's in way over his head. They weren't going to bring him back. Yeah, they just – it was <clears throat> he, didn't, he didn't like Bruce. I don't think he trusted Dan. Well, he was disrespected think, at every turn by Dan and Bruce. Yeah, because he didn't they, think they, he could win here. They – they couldn't get over the fact that he was he was the afterthought and that he was actually way better than RG3. Yeah. He developed into something way better than RG3, the guy they mortgaged their future for. And they no, just could no never question, get over it. No question they would have had more success with Kirk at quarterback. There's no question. I don't think there's a single human person, a single person human, right. in, in the, in the human. world that would argue that they'd be the same with Kirk. But Kirk's an But he wasn't be- going to be here. Because they had no he, choice. He, I mean, he he put up some really good numbers. He's put up better numbers in Minnesota than he did here, but they've only been to the playoffs one out of those three years. So right. there, there are games where they really need him to play well that he just doesn't. Understood. And, and but I think you know statistically, he picked the best time in his career to have big years because he capitalized yeah. on those well, franchise he, tags. He could say all he wants with that Eddie Haskell shtick. Yeah. He wanted to get paid. 
and you, you weren't going to get that. paid here. Well, yeah. I think the frustrating thing, and Jason kind of alludes to it, and if you want to chime in, you can call us on the AAA Always on Call listener lines. Your thought on Kirk Cousins as we kind of look back as how do, how did we get here to this situation with the Washington football team at quarterback? Well, it's because they made a decision. We're going to let Kirk go. The money, all of those things, he's going to go. Let's bring in Alex Smith. Trade mm-hmm. for Alex Smith. Clearly, that hasn't worked out. Now we're talking about, do you draft a guy like Kellen Mond? Because they don't have a solution at quarterback. Mm-hmm. But part of it, I think, is because he was good, not great. And fans would get frustrated because some of those things that Jason talks about, not coming up big in big games, they would see that here in Washington, right? So it was frustrating. So are you okay with good, not great? It's definitely better than horrible. Well, you know what I mean? Like, you want to comp him to Alex Smith? Alex Smith had 26 touchdowns in 2017. That's basically what Kirk averages. Like, that's, no, no, no. that's on the low average for no, Kirk no, no. Cousins. I understand that, Cakes. Uh, uh, there's no comparison when you look at the numbers and the it's production. It's not even close. In recent years. There's no comparison. But I'm kind of wondering, how did we get here? And I think part of it was the organization and the fans, because fans, there wasn't like this huge protest against, like, what is, what is Washington doing? Some fans were like that, but a lot of fans were on board with it. Yeah. Were on board with Kirk being gone because they had seen him, and it was good, just not good enough for them. But I think in retrospect, you look at it, and they haven't had even good. So it's like they didn't appreciate what they were getting. Yes, it wasn't great. It wasn't elite. Yeah, but some of us but, said that at the time. That you're not. You, that I don't you're, think you're going to get rid of this guy, and he, he's a quality quarterback, and he's the best one we've had in quite a while. And mm. you're, it's it's not easy to recover from. Some of us said that at yeah, the time. But it was right. also it's also horrible luck. I didn't necessarily think it was a bad thing to trade for Alex because you had seen what you got from Kirk. All right, Kirk put up good numbers, but he was a 500 quarterback. So now you get Alex, who's not a 500 quarterback, who goes to the playoffs, doesn't put up gaudy numbers, but man, what kind of luck do you have that? In that first year, after nine games, he breaks his leg, and then the, and then the next year he doesn't play. That's and the then, other. That's the other question you ask. So instead of asking what would have happened if Kirk was still here, what would have happened if, if Alex, Alex never didn't got get hurt? hurt? Yes, that's the question. I mean, that's a great unknown because I think they're winning games despite Alex Smith. I think you would Alex have gotten a lot of great. like. 20 touchdown and you know, 12 pick type seasons. They would have won more games. Yeah. They wouldn't have had a four win season. But their defense they, they, was slowly getting better too with Alex Smith. They weren't they getting they weren't getting better with Kirk. It would have been ugly. You would have held your nose. Didn't they have historically they bad defenses with Kirk in those three years? Yes, horrendous yeah. defenses. And remember, they also traded for Alex. So when yeah. you talk about all this, they gave up a third round pick and they gave up Kendall Fuller. But they got Fuller back. Eventually, they got him back. You're right. So you gave up the third. But I think part of it is, I really do, is that the fans, and we deal with it every day listening to fans on the, on the radio, the fans wanted more from Kirk, and you know they never were really going to be okay with kind of good but not great. But also his fate was sealed. He, he knew that he was going to play the franchise tags, and then he was gone. He was not going to sign a long-term deal. Here he just got into a price range that they weren't going to pay. Yeah, the price range they would not pay, and he he so didn't it, want to play for Bruce and Dan any longer. Yeah, yeah. He didn't it like those guys. It was never going to happen. But it what's was it never, take and also for the fan base to get completely behind a quarterback. They got to win. about the fan base. Got to have like an RG three like year. You know, the front win. office has to be behind the quarterback. It's not the fan base. If you if you're a front office, and you're listening to the fan base. You're taking the temp of the fans as far as what you're going to do on quarter with the quarterback spot. Then you're then you're doomed to win five or six games every year. 
I mean, think you about got, the last three franchise quarterbacks that Washington's had. RG3 has the big year, but then break, you know, hurts his knee. All right, bad luck there. Now, maybe he would have turned out to be a disaster anyway. And then Kirk Cousins replaces him and has three really good, pretty good years statistically. But with the way his contract kind of sit, was situated, you, you, you had to either give him a boatload of money or you had to keep franchising him, and then obviously they botched it. And, and they only made the playoffs once. And they made the playoffs once. And then you get Alex, you trade for Alex, and he gets hurt. After nine games. And, and then you pick Haskins. horrible luck. And then you pick Haskins. <laughs> right. Well, just right. go further disaster. back than that. Here's a question. Well, I'm just saying the last three, yeah. the last nine Here's years. a question with RG3, just to go back over that era. Because, I, listen, I know he stinks now. And if anybody signed him, it'd be a miracle. Okay? But I still think if he hadn't gotten hurt, that you, they, you could have gotten Lamar-like production out of him. Like a healthy... Pre-injury, he still had but Remember, he wasn't, he wasn't willing to run as much. I, I know. Remember, he it, didn't want to run. If, he would, if, if somebody hadn't gotten into his head and he had just played like he could play and then you know, not get injured, I think he could have, still, he could have had a, yeah, but he a remarkable career. Like, Lamar, has a, Lamar has a gift. I mean, I know it got concussed. I think it was in the playoff game. Uh, but Lamar can avoid yes, hits and injuries for the most part. Yeah. Robert couldn't. I mean, Robert was in yeah. car crashes all the time. It was just I a agree. matter of time. He didn't until... even know how to slide. Yeah. He didn't know how to slide. But if Robert could have protected himself, he had the tools where they could have coached him up like they did in 2012. And because they still run read option and those kinds of things all over the league all the time, he could have been very successful. Yep. Injury, injury yeah. and hubris doomed him. I think Lamar is much more coachable than RG3, but. 800-636-1067. Mike's in Silver Spring. Mike, you're on with the Junkies. What's going on? Good morning. Uh, it's, uh, good morning. Uh, of course, Kirk Cousins didn't want to be here. Uh, Bruce Allen couldn't even get his name right. right. And uh, Alex Smith had one season where he threw for 4,000 yards. I think Cousins had uh, at least two while he was a Redskin. He wasn't three. Uh, great, he like three. you said. Oh, right. Okay, he had three. Yep. So... Bruce Allen's got to cover his rear end, so he trades uh, for Alex Smith, gives him an extension, and uh, the rest is history. But I think that uh, Cousins could have been the long-term answer. Uh, he just needed to get uh, coached up and uh, stay in the system a little longer. I don't know if it had been under Gruden, but uh, and as far as RG3 having a career like Lamar, if he hadn't been hurt, Lamar's a whole different type of ball player. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster. But uh, that one year that Griffin was here, it was it was magic until he got hurt. You're right, but uh, I'd have been happy he, if Cousins. Had I don't stayed. know if he's bigger. I don't know if he's bigger and stronger. I would I would disagree with that. But he's just a little slighter. He's and faster. Robert's just a little slighter. Yeah. And you know it is what it is. And Lamar is a special special runner. But still, I think hubris and, and injury ruined that career. As I'm because that was. Oof. I think he could have done it for years. But think about it. They're still, they're, they're back in the same situation they were in that year. Now, they ended up getting the second pick, you know, trading a bunch of picks for it, but they still need a quarterback. But you did bring up a good point. They did get unlucky. Oh, you horrible know, luck. The RG3 injury, maybe that was inevitable and you can't say unlucky, but certainly Alex coming here and having the most catastrophic injury of our time mm-hmm. is insane. Correct. I mean, it's insane. I mean, you wouldn't be talking about drafting a quarterback if that didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you could <laughs> you could draft a Kellen Mond or a Kyle Trask or any of those guys, 
But, the, you know, you'll be lucky to get a few years out of them. Now, I don't think any of those guys look like they're 10-year guys. Hey, the grade's you know? in. You gave him a 60.8. I keep forgetting yeah, the decimal so. point. Yeah. He's like a third or fourth rounder to me. And maybe, right. you know, maybe in the right system you can make it work. Um, but I like that he's played a lot. I definitely like that. Um, I wonder what our show's going to be like when they finally do what I think that they'll go out and sign somebody or trade for somebody, but when they finally do address I think it's going to be a letdown. I think it's going to be a letdown. I think it's going to be a letdown because they're going to end up with, like, Terod Taylor or somebody. Or or Cam Newton. Are you excited for Cam Newton? sleeper and they swoop in and get Deshaun. That's I, know you're, I know you're hoping for that, but it is I grasp. can't believe they'll sign Cam. I don't believe that. Hey, fellows, yeah, whether you're a platoon leader or a cheerleader, PenFed makes it easy for all of us to achieve our financial goals with great rates for those in the military and those who are not. PenFed offers credit cards, online savings accounts, auto loans, mortgages, and more, all at great rates for everyone. Visit PenFed.org for more information. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. But, hey, membership is open to everyone. PenFed is an equal housing lender insured by NCUA. This ad is brought to you by Von Vendi, Von Willebrand Factor Recombinant. Hi, my name is Leslie. I'm a mother, a wife, a nurse, a patient, and someone who loves life. My family loves to travel, try new foods, and see more of the natural beauty this world has to offer. My deciding factor is loving my outdoor lifestyle. To hear my story, visit vonvendi.com. Welcome back, Junkies on 106. Seven the fan, we are live on NBC Sports Washington. You know, we opened the show talking a little about the Wizards, a frustrating loss last night where, you know, they're back home. They're playing on Memphis team. That's okay. Memphis is okay. John Morant's a really good up-and-coming player, won rookie of the year last year. And after the winning streak, you were hoping that they would kind of continue to play really well. And Russell Westbrook had eight turnovers last night. Bradley Beal had six. That's 14 from your top two guys, and they got little help offensively from anybody else, particularly in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was looking at an NBA box score by comparison. Did you see this from a couple nights ago? Monday night, James Harden, who is now playing point guard, like Kyrie Irving just said, you know what? You're the point guard. I'm going to move. James Harden had a 15-assist game with zero turnovers. Yeah, that's crazy. That is shocking. In 44 minutes. Because he's he usually points and 14 rebounds to go along with it. Like, he's making a run, you know, for MVP potentially. Now they've got three stars there. And, look, Brooklyn, since he joined them, I think they've only played six games with Harden, Kyrie Irving, yeah. and, and James Harden together. One of those guys is always out. Yeah, yeah, somebody's always yeah. out. Durant yeah. has been out different times. Well, Durant's missed a bunch. But yeah. Harden is balling his ass off. And then, you know, it just made me think, I'm watching that game last night, and Westbrook, who I like. I like Russell Westbrook. And, look, he brings – he had 15 assists last night. But you can't win games with eight turnovers. And that Beal had six like, But trust me, that's an outlier for Harden. He's no stranger to turnovers. Of course. I mean, you'll right. check a lot of his boxes where that was just a really has, good game. he has 11 assists and he'll have seven turnovers. Of course. I the mean, two games before that, he had six apiece. But still, yeah. it was just incredible to see that stat line against the Spurs the other night. They won in overtime. He had 30 points, 14 rebounds, 15 assists, and zero turnovers. Well, look, that's just a better team. 
You know, I mean, it's, they've got better role players. Their two stars are probably better. So, I mean, that's a team. That's an impact. That's an impact get for the New Jersey Nets. I was thinking the about Brooklyn this Nets. too. Like, do you know how? Like, the Hawks <laughs> just fired their coach, right? Lloyd Pierce. I mean, people barely knew that. I Lloyd couldn't Pierce even was have picked him out of a lineup. I think yeah. he was in his third season with the Hawks, right? But he takes a job like that because it's an opportunity. But then somebody right. like Steve Nash just gets hooked. Right, yeah. his first yeah. like it, it, you know it's just it's Steve Nash. It's though. kind of luck of the draw in a way. Like well, Jason Kidd would get hooked sometimes. I, I feel bad for some of these coaches that get gigs that they just have no chance. Yeah. They have well, no chance. Or like, Jason's boy that had the one in, in Jersey, right? Had the job Kenny? in Jersey. Yeah, now yeah. he's out in L.A. as an he assistant. He actually did a really good job, I thought. Yeah, given the talent, but like if you take over, like Flip Saunders' kid took over the Timberwolves. Well, yeah. he's not talent to win games. How are you going to win games there? So yeah, they fire impossible. him for getting a new coach. Know, he hasn't won a game. Some guys are better at it than others. Some are better for sure. But True, but there are some situations like where you're Nash. probably just not going to win no Think matter about what. It. Some guys have reputations. Steve Nash inherits a team with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. <laughs> yeah. And then they add James Harden. Right. Well, sometimes but, guys get lucky. They get hooked. They get taken care of. It's just the way it works. It's the way of the world. Can I but, tell I mean, there's you? Still, uh, there's still some teams that have – really good players that have bad records because you know, it could be for a number of reasons, but maybe the coaches and the players don't see eye to eye. Maybe the systems right. aren't very good. You know, maybe the players are overrated. But you still, even if you have stars, you still got to be able to coach or at least be able to kind of coexist with those guys. So, so yesterday, real quick. They have quick, to have respect uh, for you. After the show – I got an email from uh, one of the sports information guys at Marist, and uh, they sent me a bunch of uh, paperwork. I mean, this is a real deal. So they, they, are, they are paying me a, you know, a wage to do this. I had to fill out all these W-4s, W-2s, all this, send them passport. I mean, it was ridiculous. Are they paying your different... travel expenses? No, no. I, I'm so not asking. I don't care. It's just kind of comical to me. Are they the putting you up in a hotel? I haven't asked for that. Oh. Um, so it's, but yeah, I'm doing it so I can enjoy my kid and watch my kid play. But I'm going to uh -uh. try my best. And I've been reviewing the film and everything. But I'm, I got to tell you, I'm getting anxious. I'm watching a lot of games of other teams, too, trying to hear how the commentators, like not just the famous guys on ESPN, but how are these people generally doing it. And um, I'm getting very nervous about it. Uh, and now it's real because I had to give them times. I have a meeting with the coach today at 1130 for like the – you know how like the coaches will talk to the commentators before the game? Sure. And you got to ask them all your questions and everything. So now I'm all nervous because I just got the email that at 1130 I got a phone call with Coach Wilkes uh, and probably with my play-by-play -play guy who I saw won the Jim Nance Award in college for uh, s s broadcasting. Um I'm where, just getting. I'm, where I'm getting nervous. You know where he went to broadcasting school? Uh, maybe Manhattan or something. I, I can't remember. Yeah. I looked it up, and uh, I'm sure he's very good at what he does. What's I your partner's name? Uh, Connor Giblin. Gibby. Uh, there, there's a Connor Giblin. There's a famous Giblin family here, obviously, like uh, Coach Giblin at Georgetown. Probably not related, as far as I could tell. He's he's from uh, New Jersey, um, but famous. <laughs> Well, I mean, in the lacrosse world. Okay. In the lacrosse world, his dad is a legendary gotcha. coach. So you've um, only spoken to Connor Giblin on the phone? No, I'll speak to him probably today at the first time. We have a Zoom call at 1130. Isn't he a type I'm of glass? I, 
a giblet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm literally getting diarrhea. I would be uh, anxiety. I would be, I would be terrified. <laughs> I got, I have diarrhea anxiety. Meanwhile, I've talked to Coach Wilkes many times. I've had him on my podcast. Um, he and I get along very very well. But this is a different dynamic now. Now I'm calling in as the color guy, and I, I just. I don't even know what to wear. Hey, Ricky. I don't even know what to wear to the game. Your partner went to Hofstra, not to Manhattan. Just to let you know. Doesn't he have a Manhattan uh, credit (laughs) on his resume? Uh, He got his bachelor's from Hofstra. Okay. I'm just just so so you know. Just so you don't drop the fact that he went to Manhattan. Connor Giblin has done some. Was he a sportscaster, too, on TV? Maybe. I mean, he won the freaking Jim Nance Award. I saw that. I was like, ooh. Oh, yeah, you're stepping it up in talent, my friend. He's got his master's from Manhattan. (laughs) There you go. Okay, Cakes, come on. Don't kill me. That's all right. Yeah, I knew there was something there. But I'm literally getting diarrhea waves thinking about, because I don't even know what you do on this Zoom call. I was thinking about that the other day. I don't even know. If my daughter was playing softball at Tech and they they asked me to do the color on their local TV coverage of the games, even though I know softball. It's not even local TV. It's a local stream. It's streaming. All right, same thing. Yeah. Um, And even though I know softball, I still would feel terrified to try and get up there and explain the action in between pitches. Here's what I've decided. I'm going to try to have some energy. But I'm gonna I'm gonna slow play it. You know what? Do a shot so of whiskey. Be, shot of whiskey gonna, before the games. I'm gonna slow play it and the first I'm gonna feel my way through it. So it's not gonna be the E B show. If you're if you're if you're tuning in and you're thinking it's gonna be the E B show, it's not. I'm gonna just slow play well, it. Well we're gonna hear it on Monday. Oh yeah. And I have a feeling I know listeners are gonna listen to goof on me. When is it again? Um, it's Saturday, Saturday one PM. I'll I'll tweet out a link. But I, I'm not going to just take over and over-talk the Jim Nance Award winner and make it all about me. I'm not going to do that. We did that when we went on with the Caps with Joe B and Locker. Well, and we did shtick. You were hammered. And every, everyone hated us. <laughs> Hammer's a stretch. We had a nice buzz. Right. Yeah, I, I still think you should nice have buzz. a nice buzz for this first game. No, I, I don't know. I think it could be a homer, right? I'm going to be a homer. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the Marist call. Of course you could be a homer. Yeah, I'm going to be a homer. But, like, I don't even know. I don't think I could just wear, like, my hoodie to the game, right? I think I probably should wear, no. like, a golf shirt or something. Golf shirt. I think you got to wear the Marist gear. But is it televised? I thought it was No, but radio. I just think it's, it's going to be in the press box. Or I don't think street. I want to just dress like a douche yeah, like I normally do. <laughs> hey, you so you mean? gave your uh, Kellen Mond grade earlier. I'm going to put this yes. up. As Can you our, tweet out all the grades? I'm going to put out the uh, Junkies Poll of the Day presented by Van Meter Homes. And I'll drop it to a third round. Would you be okay with drafting Kellen Mond with the third round pick? That'll be right. our Van Meter poll of the day. Can you also tweet out my grades so yes. I can? Valdez has to send them to me, or they, or he can put it up. We yeah. can do okay, it. We'll please. do it later today. Don't worry. All right, good. All right, we'll good. get that up at Junks Radio. Uh, remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can always use the rewind feature on Radio.com. A lot of people got kick out of hearing uh, Mrs. B. She jumped on earlier. On the program, Jesse Doherty from the Washington Post on the Nationals, and, of course, Lars Eller. we got to get out of here. B. Mitch and Finley next here on The Fan.